you are now tuned into World War II Stories. I'm your host, Steve Matthews, and I'm here to take you on a journey through the whirlwind of historical events that shaped our world and defined generations. Stay tuned every Tuesday and Thursday as we delve into the riveting, inspiring, and sometimes tragic stories from World War II. We'll meet the brave men and women who stood up to tyranny, we'll explore clandestine operations and daring escapes, and we'll pay tribute to the resilience of the human spirit in times of extreme adversity. Also, be sure to check out our other podcast focusing on World War I, the conflict that set the stage for the global turmoil that followed. Use the link in the description below. In the annals of World War II, there is no shortage of epic battles, unforgettable human stories, and profound lessons that continue to resonate even in our contemporary world. Yet, nestled within the vast tapestry of this global conflict, the Battle of Rosini, a brutal, intense engagement between Nazi Germany's panzer divisions and the Soviet Union's fledgling mechanized corps in the early days of Operation Barbarossa holds a distinct place. The story of Rosini is one of contrasts and contradictions, of incredible valor and heartbreaking loss, of hubris and humility, of the raw power of the mechanized war machine against the indomitable spirit of the individual soldier. As we delve into this tale, we journey through the intricate labyrinth of socio-political conditions that led to this critical juncture, traverse the bloodied fields of the battle, and navigate the broader waves it created in the ocean of World War II. This narrative is not merely about a battle, it is a testament to human resilience, a chronicle of strategic evolution, a study in the unforgiving lessons of warfare, and a tribute to the indelible marks left on history's pages. Let us begin this journey into the past, into the heart of the Battle of Rosini, where titans clashed, heroes were born, and the course of the Second World War was irrevocably altered. Chapter 1 Prelude to Rosini As the 1930s came to a close, a storm was gathering over Europe. In Germany, the Nazi Party, under the charismatic yet despotic leadership of Adolf Hitler, began to amass power and reshape the nation in its authoritarian image. Hitler, a man of small stature but with an enormous ambition, had a dream of a powerful, racially pure Germany, and he used fiery rhetoric and clever propaganda to stoke the flames of nationalism. The winds of change also blew in the Soviet Union. Joseph Stalin, the Soviet leader, was a man of steel, ruling with an iron fist. Yet, Despite the ruthless purges and the implementation of a strict command economy, the Soviet Union remained vulnerable. The industrialization process was still underway, and the Red Army had been weakened by political purges, leaving them poorly equipped to face a potential large-scale conflict. Germany, driven by Hitler's insatiable appetite for territorial expansion, embarked on a campaign of aggression. Ignoring the constraints of the Treaty of Versailles, Hitler rebuilt the German military, annexed Austria, and seized Czechoslovakia, all while the world looked on. The rhetoric of Lebensraum, or living space, was drummed into the German people the idea that the German race needed more space to live, grow, and prosper. This space, Hitler declared, lay to the east, in the vast territories of the Soviet Union. Stalin, on the other hand, eyed the rising tide of fascism with unease. 
the Soviet Union, he knew, was not ready to withstand a full-scale invasion. In a bid to buy time, Stalin played a dangerous game of diplomacy. He negotiated with Hitler, leading to the surprising Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact, a non-aggression treaty between the two powerful states. But beneath the diplomatic courtesies, there was mutual distrust and a sense of impending betrayal. Hitler's gaze was firmly fixed eastwards, and he saw the Soviet Union not as a partner, but as his next target. Meanwhile, Stalin was acutely aware of Hitler's ambitions but chose to believe that the non-aggression pact would deter Hitler from attacking the Soviet Union, at least for a time. In this tangle of ambition, fear, and betrayal, the stage was being set for one of the most brutal battles in the history of warfare, the Battle of Rosini. As Hitler's war machine rolled towards the east and Stalin's ill-prepared forces braced for impact, the world held its breath anticipating the storm that was about to unleash. As the storm clouds of war began to gather over Europe, an unlikely alliance formed between two ideological enemies, Nazi Germany and the Soviet Union. Underlying this partnership was the Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact, a diplomatic masterpiece of deceit, intrigue, and realpolitik. The architects of this pact were the foreign ministers of the two nations, Joachim von Ribbentrop of Germany and Vyacheslav Molotov of the Soviet Union. Ribbentrop, a suave, sophisticated man with a keen understanding of diplomacy, was Hitler's trusted advisor. Molotov, a grim, unyielding man, was the epitome of Soviet pragmatism. These two men, despite their ideological differences, came together to craft a pact that would shape the future of Europe. This non-aggression treaty was not just a promise of peace between the two nations. Hidden within its clauses was a secret protocol that carved Eastern Europe into spheres of influence. Germany had a free hand in Western Poland, while the Soviet Union could assert its control over Eastern Poland, Finland, Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania. On the surface, it seemed like a win-win deal for both nations. Hitler could proceed with his plans for war without worrying about a two-front battle. Stalin, meanwhile, could buy valuable time to prepare his forces while expanding Soviet influence westwards. However, the pact had deeper implications. For Eastern European nations, this pact was a death knell. Their fate was sealed without any consideration for their sovereignty. The pact sparked outrage worldwide particularly among Western allies. It cast a shadow of uncertainty and suspicion, deepening the apprehension about Hitler's ambitions. Meanwhile, Stalin naively hoped that his pact with Hitler would keep the Soviet Union safe from German aggression. However, Hitler saw the pact as a temporary convenience. The Fuhrer was biding his time, patiently waiting for the opportune moment to break his promise and invade the Soviet Union. The Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact was a turning point, signaling the countdown to an inevitable clash. It set the stage for what was to come a battle so fierce that it would become a symbol of the brutal Eastern Front, the Battle of Rosini. As the ink dried on the pact, the course of history was about to take a dramatic turn. On a quiet September morning in 1939, peace was shattered by the thunderous roar of German tanks rolling across the Polish border. This marked the start of the Second World War. 
Hitler, fueled by an insatiable desire for expansion, had initiated his plan to subjugate Poland. The Blitzkrieg, or Lightning War, tactics were employed for the first time, marking a new era of warfare. Poland, caught between the twin threats of Germany and the Soviet Union, bravely resisted. The capital city, Warsaw, stood defiant against the onslaught, its people demonstrating an extraordinary will to fight. However, the might of the German war machine, coupled with the Soviet Union's invasion from the east, sealed Poland's fate. Despite their brave resistance, Poland fell, partitioned by its aggressors. Across the globe, nations watched in alarm as Poland was consumed by the jaws of the German and Soviet leviathans. Yet, they were too late to act. Poland was the first casualty in Hitler's grand vision for Lebensraum. But Hitler was not satisfied. His gaze was already shifting towards his next target, the vast expanse of the Soviet Union. Nearly two years later, in the early hours of June 22, 1941, Hitler launched Operation Barbarossa, the largest invasion in human history. Over three million German soldiers, supported by a vast armada of tanks, artillery, and aircraft, surged across the Soviet border. The non-aggression pact was shattered, revealing Hitler's deceit and the naivety of Stalin's trust. Caught by surprise, the Soviet Union reeled under the German assault. Stalin, stunned and disillusioned, went into seclusion for several days. The German forces moved swiftly, aiming to deliver a crushing blow before the harsh Russian winter set in. It was during this catastrophic phase of the war for the Soviet Union that the Battle of Rosinii was fought. Nestled in the Baltic states, Rosinii was a small town that would soon become the focal point of one of the fiercest battles of the Eastern Front. As German tanks advanced, the Soviet defenders prepared for an encounter that would test their resolve to the limit and shape the course of the Second World War. Chapter 2 The Battle Unfolds In the earliest hours of June 23, 1941, the echoes of war had started to resonate through the lush green fields of Lithuania. Operation Barbarossa was well underway, and German tanks were driving deep into Soviet territory. Their destination was the small town of Rosinii, a modest settlement that was about to witness the tremendous fury of war. In command of the German forces was General Erich Hopner, a seasoned soldier known for his aggressive tactics. He led the 4th Panzer Group, a formidable force of armored tanks, eager to penetrate the heart of the Soviet Union. Hopner's strategy was relentless and ruthless, a blitzkrieg designed to strike swiftly and incapacitate the enemy before they had a chance to respond. On the other side, the Soviet Union's northwestern front, led by the stoic and resolute General Fyodor Kuznetsov, found themselves outmaneuvered and outnumbered. Yet, they were resolved to fight, the Red Army soldiers standing tall, ready to defend their homeland against the invaders. In the quiet town of Rosinii, the civilians watched with growing unease as the German forces advanced. The air was heavy with anticipation. The once bustling marketplaces were deserted, the lively chatter replaced by the ominous rumble of distant artillery. The first skirmishes were swift and brutal. The German tanks, superior in number and tactics, quickly overwhelmed the Soviet defenses.
Yet, the Soviet forces, though taken by surprise, fought back with courage and tenacity. Stories started to emerge of individual soldiers standing against the might of the German forces, displaying extraordinary bravery. Despite their valor, the Soviet forces found themselves being pushed back. The German tanks, like metallic beasts, seemed unstoppable, cutting swathes through the Soviet defenses. Yet, the Soviets did not give up. Amid the chaos and the dust, the battle lines were drawn. The Battle of Rosinii had begun, a testament to the indomitable spirit of the soldiers who stood against the odds, willing to defend their land till their last breath. With the initial encounters leaving the Soviet defenses reeling, the stage was set for the main assault. At the heart of this assault was Germany's Panzergruppe IV, a mechanized leviathan that thundered through the Lithuanian countryside, its sights set on Rosinii. At the helm was General Erich Hopner, a man of stern features and determined eyes. A firm believer in the doctrine of Blitzkrieg, he was eager to push his forces deeper into Soviet territory, to strike at the heart of the enemy's strength. His orders were simple advance swiftly, encircle the enemy, and crush them. His forces moved like a steel wave, cutting through the Lithuanian landscape. The once peaceful fields and forests were transformed into a theater of war, echoing with the roar of engines and the crackle of gunfire. The German tanks, spearheaded by the formidable Panzer IVs, formed an unyielding wall of steel, an overwhelming sight for any enemy. The Soviet defenders, though valiant, were unprepared for such a rapid and intense onslaught. Their equipment was outdated, their troops inexperienced, and their lines stretched thin. Yet, they clung on, determined to resist the invaders, their eyes reflecting a spark of defiance amid the smoke and chaos. Every town, every village, every hill became a battleground. The Germans were relentless, exploiting every gap, pressing every advantage. They surged forward, like a relentless tide, leaving devastation in their wake. The resistance was fierce but the Soviet forces found themselves steadily pushed back, their lines crumbling under the relentless assault. Despite the mounting odds, the Soviets fought tenaciously. Stories of heroic stands began to emerge. Infantrymen taking out tanks with Molotov cocktails, artillerymen firing till the last shell, soldiers fighting on even as their positions were overrun. The courage of the defenders was a beacon of hope amid the darkness of defeat. As the German tanks rolled closer to Rosinii, the battle was reaching its apex. The Soviet defenders braced for the inevitable, ready to make their stand in the town that was to become a symbol of their resilience and courage in the face of overwhelming odds. As the tide of German tanks swelled near Rosinii, a glimmer of hope emerged for the beleaguered Soviet defenders. The Third Mechanized Corps, one of the Soviet Union's large mobile units, rolled into the fray. The battalion was the Red Army's answer to the mighty German Panzergruppes. Led by Major General Alexei Kirkin, a man of stern resolve and strategic acumen, the 3rd Mechanized Corps was a hastily assembled unit. Their equipment varied widely, a mix of older models and the fearsome new KV-2 and T-34 tanks. However, what they lacked in coordination, they made up for with sheer courage and determination. 
the men of the Third Mechanized Corps were thrown into the heat of battle with little preparation. Their first taste of combat was against the formidable German Panzer Group IV, a trial by fire that would test their mettle. Yet, they stood their ground, their tanks roaring into the fray. The clashes that ensued were fierce and brutal. The air filled with the deafening noise of artillery fire, the landscape transformed into a scene of devastation. Yet, amid the chaos, there were instances of extraordinary bravery. Soviet tank crews held their ground, dueling with their German counterparts in close quarters, often to the death. Their response was not without cost. The Corps was heavily outnumbered and outmatched. Their older tanks were no match for the superior German panzers, and their new T-34 and KV-2 tanks were not numerous enough to turn the tide. Casualties mounted, and the unit found itself losing ground. Despite the odds, the 3rd Mechanized Corps managed to slow down the German advance, providing valuable time for the Soviet High Command to regroup and strategize. Their bravery and tenacity became a source of inspiration, their stand a testament to the indomitable spirit of the Red Army. As the dust settled, the Battle of Rosinii entered a new phase. The Soviet Union had demonstrated its willingness to fight tooth and nail, yet the German forces were relentless. The stage was set for the decisive moments that would determine the fate of Rosinii and shape the future course of the war on the Eastern Front. Chapter 3 Turning Points and Heroic Struggles Amid the chaos and the tumult of the Battle of Rosinii, one story emerged that would go on to become the stuff of legends. It was the tale of a single Soviet KV-2 heavy tank, a mechanical beast that stood its ground against a swarm of German panzers. The KV-2 was a behemoth. Built to destroy fortifications, its thick armor and powerful 152mm howitzer made it a formidable adversary. Yet, it was not designed to take on multiple tanks, especially not an entire battalion. But in this moment, under the command of an unnamed Soviet lieutenant, that was precisely what it was going to do. The confrontation took place on a road leading to Rosinii. The German advance had been swift, and the Soviet forces had been pushed back, leaving the lone KV-2 tank standing like an isolated sentinel in the face of the enemy. The tank crew, despite the overwhelming odds, refused to back down. They were ready to make a stand. Against the onslaught of the German tanks, the KV-2's performance was awe-inspiring. The howitzer roared to life, its booming voice reverberating through the air. The German tanks were battered with precision and ferocity, each shot taking a toll on the advancing forces. The superior German numbers suddenly seemed insignificant in the face of such indomitable courage and firepower. The standoff lasted an entire day. The KV-2, though outnumbered, held the ground. Its thick armor withstood the repeated impacts of German shells, its crew undeterred by the inferno around them. The unnamed lieutenant, a figure of stern resolve and incredible bravery, led his crew admirably, directing their fire and rallying their spirits. Their brave stand finally ended the following day when the KV-2 was immobilized by artillery and its crew was forced to abandon the tank but their stand had left a mark. The German advance was delayed, 
and the tail of the lone KV-2 and its heroic crew became a beacon of hope and a symbol of resistance for the Soviet forces. The Battle of Rosinii had witnessed a David and Goliath moment, and the echo of the KV-2's defiance would ring loud and clear throughout the rest of the war. Despite the heroic resistance of the Soviet forces, the German strategy of encirclement continued to prove devastatingly effective. Led by General Erich Hopner, the Panzer Group IV resumed its relentless advance after the unexpected interruption by the lone KV-2. The goal was clear to encircle the Soviet forces and squeeze the life out of their resistance. Hopner was a master of blitzkrieg tactics, understanding the importance of rapid mobility and concentrated firepower. He ordered his forces to bypass pockets of resistance and penetrate deep into Soviet territory, cutting off their supply lines and leaving them isolated. It was a ruthless strategy that sought to exploit the enemy's weaknesses and maximize the strengths of the German forces. As Panzer Group IV moved, the land around them changed. What were once tranquil fields and serene forests were now scarred by the passage of tanks and troops, echoing with the sound of war. The German forces, like a swift and deadly predator, roved through the landscape, ever watchful, ever ready to strike. Yet, the Soviets fought on. Even as they found themselves increasingly isolated and surrounded, they did not give up. Their resistance was tenacious and desperate, fighting on even as supplies dwindled and their situation became increasingly dire. The encirclement was a crushing blow, the German forces closing in like a steel vice. Yet, it was also a testament to the bravery of the Soviet defenders, who continued to resist in the face of seemingly insurmountable odds. Ultimately, the German tactics proved successful. Their fast, hard-hitting assault forced a wedge between the Soviet units, leaving them encircled and cut off. But the cost was high, and the scars of the battle ran deep. The Battle of Rosinii was a lesson in the brutal efficiency of blitzkrieg tactics and the raw courage of those who stood against them. In the shadow of an impending German victory, the Soviet defenders found themselves making a last stand. Surrounded and outnumbered, with their backs against the wall, the Red Army was not ready to concede. The Battle of Rosinii had become a testament to their unyielding spirit and fierce determination. At the center of this resistance was Major General Alexei Kirkin. Despite the bleak circumstances, his strategic mind remained sharp his will unbroken. His orders were clear and resolute they were to fight till the last man, the last bullet. The gravity of the situation was not lost on his men, who rallied under his leadership, their resolve hardened. As the German forces closed in, the beleaguered Soviet defenders fought back with everything they had. Every street became a fortress, every building a bulwark. The deafening chorus of gunfire and artillery echoed through the ruins of the once thriving town, a grim symphony of defiance. Heroes emerged from the ranks of the Soviet forces, men and women who dared to stand against the tide. Their names were unknown, their stories largely untold, but their courage undeniable. They held their ground, their tenacity a beacon of hope amid the smoke and rubble. As the sun set, Rosinii was transformed into a battlefield of epic proportions. The German forces pressed on, 
their relentless assault wearing down the desperate defenders. The Soviet forces, though weary and battered, held on, their spirit unbroken, their resistance unwavering. The Battle of Rosinii was a fight to the death, a testament to the indomitable spirit of the Soviet forces. Their last stand was an act of incredible bravery and determination, a moment of defiance that would echo through the annals of history. Though the battle ended with a German victory, the courage of the Soviet defenders was undeniable, their story a stirring chapter in the epic saga of the Second World War. Chapter 4 Aftermath of the Battle The dust settled on the battlefield of Rosinii. The clamor of tanks and artillery was replaced by an eerie silence, broken only by the moans of the wounded and the crackling of smoldering ruins. The Germans had won the battle, but their victory had come at a steep cost. Leading the German consolidation was General Erich Hoepner, a man known for his tactical acumen and firm command. As the commander of the Panzergruppe IV, he had orchestrated the successful encirclement and capture of Rosinii. Yet, the victory was not without its toll. The Battle of Rosinii had proven to be a stern test of the German forces. They had encountered stiff resistance from the Red Army, faced unexpected setbacks, and even had to deal with the astonishing defense put up by a single KV-2 tank. The cost in terms of men and machinery had been significant, giving the German high command much to ponder. Moreover, the victory had also shed light on the mettle of the Soviet forces. Their tenacious resistance and willingness to fight to the death had been unexpected. It was clear that the war on the Eastern Front would not be a walkover as some had predicted. As the German forces regrouped, repaired their damaged tanks, and treated their wounded, Hopner looked out over the scarred landscape, a picture of quiet determination. The path ahead was fraught with challenges, but he was prepared to face them. The Battle of Rosinii was over, but the war was far from done. The consolidation process revealed the human cost of the battle. Every building bore the scars of conflict, every street echoed with the memories of the fierce fight. Yet, amidst the rubble and the ruins, the German forces pushed on, their morale bolstered by their victory, their resolve hardened for the challenges ahead. The Battle of Rosinii had been a costly victory, but it was a victory nonetheless. The march towards Moscow continued. In the wake of the German victory at Rosinii, the Red Army was left to count its losses and learn from its mistakes. The battle had been a severe blow to Soviet forces. Their heroic defense had not been enough to repel the German onslaught. But the experience would prove to be a valuable lesson, a harsh teacher that would help mold the future strategies of the Soviet Union. At the helm of this introspection was Major General Alexei Kirkin, a seasoned military leader. He had led his men with commendable bravery, but the defeat weighed heavily on him. The high casualties, the loss of strategic ground, and the devastating encirclement had been a bitter pill to swallow. Yet, he knew that dwelling on the defeat would not help their cause. The Red Army had to learn, adapt, and prepare for the next encounter. The losses were staggering. Thousands of soldiers had been killed, wounded, or taken prisoner. A significant number of tanks and artillery had been destroyed or captured. 
the landscape around Rosinii was a grim testament to the ferocity of the battle, scarred by craters and littered with the wreckage of war machines. However, the defeat at Rosinii provided valuable insights into the enemy's tactics and capabilities. The brutal effectiveness of the German Blitzkrieg, the ruthless encirclement tactics, and the superiority of their tanks had been highlighted. These lessons would be instrumental in reshaping Soviet military strategy and spurring developments in tank design. The defeat was a harsh reminder of the challenges the Soviet Union faced, but it also served as a rallying call. It embodied the resilience and spirit of the Red Army, who had fought valiantly against overwhelming odds. The Battle of Rosinii was a loss, but it was not the end. The Red Army would regroup, rethink, and return to the fight. The war was far from over, and the lessons of Rosinii would not be forgotten. The aftermath of the Battle of Rosinii echoed through the corridors of power in Berlin and Moscow. It was a single episode in the Grand Theater of the Eastern Front, but its ramifications would be felt in the larger canvas of Operation Barbarossa, the German invasion of the Soviet Union. For the Germans, the victory at Rosinii bolstered their momentum. Yet, it also laid bare the formidable resistance they were to face from the Red Army. The German High Command, led by Field Marshal Wilhelm Keitel, had to reconcile with the fact that their lightning war strategy, while effective, was not infallible. The fierce resistance put up by the Soviets, symbolized by the lone KV-2 tank, had been a reality check. The road to Moscow, it seemed, would be far tougher than they had anticipated. The Battle of Rosinii also underscored the shortcomings of the Soviet military. Stalin, the iron-fisted leader of the Soviet Union, had to confront the harsh reality of the situation. The initial stages of Operation Barbarossa had exposed the Red Army's weaknesses, but it had also showcased their resilience and capacity to learn. In the wake of Rosinii, Stalin ordered a rapid reorganization and reinforcement of Soviet defenses. Recognizing the need for better equipped and more versatile tanks, he also spurred the development of new tank designs, paving the way for the formidable T-34 and KV-1 tanks. The battle served as a crucible, a turning point that marked the end of the early phase of Operation Barbarossa. It was a stark reminder of the grim reality of the Eastern Front, a landscape of shattered cities and battered armies, where victories were costly and defeats devastating. The Battle of Rosinii had ended, but its echoes would linger, influencing the course of the war on the Eastern Front. Its lessons would be etched in the annals of military strategy, its heroes and villains forever remembered in the hallowed halls of history. The tide of war had shifted and the next chapter was about to unfold. Chapter 5, Impact on the Broader Events of WW2 The Battle of Rosinii, though a single engagement in the vast expanse of the Eastern Front, had profound implications for the conduct of German-Soviet engagements in the years that followed. The lessons learned from this fierce encounter would go on to shape the strategies and tactics employed by both sides in the gruesome conflict to come. Adolf Hitler, the Führer of Nazi Germany, and his key military strategists had noted the unexpected grit and resilience of the Red Army at Rosinii. The intense resistance and the extraordinary story of the lone KV-2 tank had unsettled them. 
it drove home the point that the Soviet forces would not crumble easily. Generals like Erich von Manstein and Heinz Guderian, who had championed the Blitzkrieg tactics, had to reevaluate their strategies. Rosinii had demonstrated that the Soviet Union, despite its initial setbacks, was capable of inflicting severe damage on the German forces. The Blitzkrieg, while devastating, had its limits and vulnerabilities. On the other side of the battle lines, the echoes of Rosinii resonated loudly with the Soviet leadership. Joseph Stalin and his military commanders like Georgi Zhukov and Konstantin Rokossovsky had been handed a harsh lesson, but it was a lesson they took to heart. Rosinii was a catalyst for significant changes in Soviet military strategy and equipment. The encounter spurred the Red Army to invest heavily in new, more effective tanks such as the T-34 and the KV-1. It also triggered a shift in tactics, with greater emphasis placed on flexible defenses, the use of natural obstacles, and counter-encirclement strategies. The Battle of Rosinii, hence, left an indelible mark on the conduct of German-Soviet engagements. It was a poignant reminder of the grim realities of war, a testament to the tenacity of the human spirit, and a lesson in the evolution of warfare. Its echoes would resonate throughout the war, its influence keenly felt in the clash of titans on the Eastern Front. In the years following the Battle of Rosinii, the Soviet Union embarked on a remarkable journey, a road to redemption that would see it rise from the ashes of defeat to emerge as a victor in the greatest conflict the world had ever seen. Leading this daunting charge was Joseph Stalin, the Soviet Union's stalwart leader. Despite the initial losses and setbacks, Stalin remained steadfast. He mobilized the vast resources of the Soviet Union, making full use of its industrial might and the immense manpower at his disposal. Key to the Soviet turnaround was their renewed focus on mechanized warfare. The Battle of Rosinii had underscored the importance of having a robust armored force. This insight drove the development of the T-34 and KV-1 tanks, machines that would play pivotal roles in the battles to come. The Soviet High Command also took a leaf out of the German playbook. They adopted the German tactic of deep operations, focusing on enveloping the enemy and disrupting their supply lines, much like the Blitzkrieg. But the Soviets added their own touch integrating these tactics with their own doctrine of attritional warfare and mass assault. The turning point came during the brutal winters of 1942 and 1943, with the Battle of Stalingrad and the Battle of Korsk. These battles marked the moment when the tide truly turned in favor of the Soviets. The Red Army's tenacity, coupled with improved tactics and equipment, started paying off. The German forces were pushed back, suffering heavy losses. The road to redemption culminated in 1945, with the Battle of Berlin. Here, the Red Army unleashed the full might of its forces, laying siege to the German capital and bringing the Nazi war machine to its knees. The journey from the painful defeat at Rosinii to the victorious march into Berlin was a testament to the Soviet Union's resilience. It underscored their capacity to learn from their mistakes and adapt to the evolving realities of warfare. It was a journey etched in blood and fire, a story of a nation's resolve to rise from the ashes of defeat and claim victory against all odds.
The Battle of Rosinii was a key event in the early days of the German invasion of the Soviet Union, a conflict that would come to define World War II. While the battle itself was confined to a small part of the Eastern Front, the ripples it sent out extended far beyond, influencing the broader scope of the global theater of war. In the West, leaders such as British Prime Minister Winston Churchill and American President Franklin D. Roosevelt were keenly watching the events unfold in the East. The intensity of the battle and the robust resistance displayed by the Soviet Union were indicators that the Eastern Front would remain a major theater of war, draining substantial German resources. This had implications for the conduct of the war in Western Europe, shaping strategies for the later stages of the conflict. The battle also had a profound effect on Japan, Germany's Axis ally. Japanese strategists had been contemplating a potential invasion of the Soviet Union from the east. However, the tenacious resistance put up by the Soviets at Rosinii gave them pause. It played a role in their decision to focus more on the Pacific theater, altering the course of the war in Asia. In a broader sense, the Battle of Rosinii played a part in reframing the global understanding of mechanized warfare. The encounter between German panzers and Soviet tanks, notably the heroic stand of the lone KV-2, became the subject of study and analysis. It influenced the development of armored tactics and the design of tanks in countries far removed from the battle, including the United States and Britain. Thus, the Battle of Rosinii, while seemingly a localized event, had far-reaching consequences that extended well beyond the immediate vicinity of the conflict. The echoes of Rosinii reverberated around the world, influencing strategic decisions and shaping the conduct of World War II on a global scale. It was a testament to the interconnected nature of global events during the war, where a single battle could set off a chain reaction, influencing the course of history. Chapter 6 The Battle's Legacy When we delve into the vast chronicles of World War II, the Battle of Rosinii holds a distinct place. While it may not have the same immediate recognition as battles such as Stalingrad or Normandy, its influence is no less profound in shaping the narratives of the most devastating conflict in human history. The battle is a poignant testament to the brutality and chaos of the Eastern Front, a stage where the immovable object of the Soviet Red Army met the unstoppable force of the German Wehrmacht. The heroism and determination demonstrated by both sides during the battle has become a symbol of the wider struggle between two ideological adversaries. From a tactical perspective, Rosinii is remembered as a crucible for the evolution of armored warfare. The gripping standoff between the lone KV-2 and the German Panzer Division has been etched into military history, studied in war colleges and discussed in military circles. The battle served as a poignant reminder of the importance of technological innovation, adaptability, and tactical acumen in the face of relentless onslaught. In the context of the Soviet Union's war narrative, the Battle of Rosinii represents a turning point. The painful lessons learned in the aftermath of the battle played a vital role in reshaping Soviet military strategy and doctrines, setting the Red Army on the path to its eventual victory. Finally, on the personal narrative's front, Rosinii stands as a symbol of individual bravery and resilience in the face of overwhelming odds. The figure of the unnamed Soviet tank commander in his lone KV-2, 
holding off an entire German division, has taken on a life of its own. His courage continues to inspire stories, films, and songs, immortalizing the human spirit's indomitable nature. Therefore, in the grand tapestry of World War II, the Battle of Rosinii serves as a pivotal thread. It captures the war's essence, its valor, its horror, its lessons, and its legacy. The echoes of the battle continue to resonate, reminding us of the cost of conflict, the need for reconciliation, and the courage of those who fought in the face of insurmountable odds. The Battle of Rosinii was more than just a confrontation between two armies. It was a crucible that forged heroes and villains, painting a vibrant picture of human courage, resilience, and villainy. The personal stories and legacies that emerged from Rosinii have become an integral part of the broader narrative of World War II. One such story is that of the unnamed Soviet tank commander who piloted the lone KV-2 tank against the German forces. His steadfast refusal to retreat, despite being vastly outnumbered, has transformed him into a symbol of courage and resilience. His story continues to inspire countless generations, with his legacy enshrined in popular culture, including films, novels, and songs. On the other side of the battlefield, General Erich Hoepner, the commander of the German Panzergruppe IV, left behind a different legacy. A seasoned veteran with a sharp mind for mechanized warfare, Hoepner's tactical acumen played a pivotal role in the German victory at Rosinii. However, his adherence to the Nazi ideology and involvement in war crimes has cast a dark shadow over his military achievements. His story serves as a grim reminder of the perils of unchecked ideology and the terrible consequences it can have on innocent lives. Amid the horror of battle, there were also stories of humanity and compassion. There are accounts of German and Soviet soldiers risking their own lives to help injured enemy soldiers, offering a glimmer of humanity amidst the brutality of war. These stories have served as powerful reminders of our shared humanity, even in the darkest of times. Lastly, the legacies of Rosinii are also etched in the collective memory of the Lithuanian people. The town of Rosinii has become a symbol of resistance, resilience, and remembrance. Every year, commemorative events are held in memory of those who lost their lives, reinforcing the lessons of peace and reconciliation. Through these personal stories and legacies, the Battle of Rosinii continues to live on. Its heroes and villains, its triumphs and tragedies, all contribute to our understanding of World War II and its impact on human lives. These narratives remind us of the enduring human spirit, the costs of war, and the importance of peace. The Battle of Rosinii, while grounded firmly in the past, continues to reverberate into the present day, informing not only our understanding of history but also our perception of present-day issues and challenges. A primary aspect of Rosinii's continuing relevance is its importance in understanding the nature of modern warfare. The tactics and strategies deployed in the battle, such as the effective use of tanks and encirclement tactics, have become textbook studies for modern military institutions worldwide. The famous stand of the lone KV-2 tank continues to inspire discussions on the role of individual bravery and innovation in the face of overwhelming odds. Beyond military lessons, 
Rosini's relevance extends to the realm of international politics and diplomacy. The battle's genesis in the non-aggression pact between Nazi Germany and the Soviet Union serves as a stark reminder of the potential consequences of diplomatic deceit and the importance of international accountability. As nations navigate complex geopolitical landscapes today, the lessons of Rosini underscore the need for transparent, good-faith diplomacy. The Battle of Rosini also maintains its relevance in the cultural consciousness of the nations involved. In Russia, it serves as a poignant symbol of resilience and determination, often referenced in works of popular culture and national commemorations. Similarly, in Germany, the battle forms part of a larger narrative of reckoning with its Nazi past. In Lithuania, the battle has become part of the national narrative of survival and resilience in the face of outside aggression. Perhaps most importantly, Rosini continues to resonate in its human story. The tales of heroism, sacrifice, and even villainy serve as powerful narratives that underline our shared humanity and the human costs of conflict. They inspire reflections on the nature of courage and the consequences of ideological extremism, offering timeless lessons for future generations. Thus, the echoes of the Battle of Rosini continue to be felt in our present world, from the halls of military academies to the corridors of power, from the pages of history textbooks to the stories we tell about ourselves and our past. Its lessons, stories, and legacies remain as relevant today as they were over eight decades ago, reminding us of where we've been and guiding us towards a future of peace and understanding.